How's it guys? Welcome to this week's edition of Freedom Fanatics. On this episode, we're going to be chatting about how we can solve South Africa's education. Okay, I'm going to start that again. Um, because I don't know if we're, we're not solving the crisis. We're not solving the crisis. Okay. Um, we are. Okay. What's up, guys? Welcome to this week's edition of Freedom Fanatics. On this week's episode, we're going to be looking at some solutions to improving education in South Africa. Let's go. How's it, guys? Welcome to Freedom Fanatics. My name is Alex, standing in for Sholin this week. And with me, I have a wonderful guest, Simpia Jonas, who is an analyst at the Center for Risk Analysis. And she is joining us today to discuss how we can solve some of South Africa's education problems. So in order to kickstart that conversation, let's have a look at our explainer video this week, which is titled, This is How We Fix South Africa's Education System. South Africa's basic education budget is around 270 billion rand every year. Taxes are collected by the state and then the government's policies kick in and the spending starts. A few bribes here and there, a corrupt tender for the building of school toilets that never get built so children will keep on using pit toilets. Another corrupt tender for the provision of school textbooks that arrive months too late or not at all. The teaching unions, of course, get a cut. Underperforming, lazy teachers receive their salaries whether they show up to school or get kids in their care to pass or not. After all have crookedly taken their share, very little actually gets spent on developing the minds and skills of young people. Don't you think it would be far, far better to put the billion spent on education in the hands of parents to choose the best education for their children? This is where a school voucher policy will make a massive difference. School vouchers ensure that money meant for a child's education is actually spent on their education. By bringing real incentives into the education system, School vouchers ensure that teachers and schools do their best for children, rewarding those who put the education first and punishing those whose failures cause kids to fail. FAN's Care for Kids School Vouchers campaign is taking a stand for parents and kids to get the funding they need for the education they choose, cutting out the corruption crippling so much of our country's education system. Let's make sure parents in need get the choice, access, and resources they need to empower South Africa's children and get the education they deserve. Righty. Okay, so Simpe, um, in, in the explainer video, we, are, we focus a lot on, on the corruption element and how much goes to, how much is lost 
uh, from the education budget uh, to corruption. Um, maybe do you want to give us an idea more of how the spending is is drawn up and you know how much exactly you know of this 270 billion rand at least for this year as an example you know how is that money split up where does it go okay so um you know that 270 billion rand that makes up um the that makes up that 70 percent of the gdp budget that goes to the basic education um sector so that's an important part to remember and then when you actually look at how it's spent, that's where you see, start to see the cracks in the system. So, you know, eight, nearly 80% of that goes to paying teachers school fees. And, you know, those those are the te teachers who are underperforming. The, those same very teachers we mentioned in the video who are underperforming are getting paid whether or not they, they provide the results. And then 4% goes to actually improving school facilities um, you know, giving the kids the right infrastructure mm. to mm. learn and um, perform while at school. For sure. Yeah. So, I mean, it's essentially what, what's happening is a lot of the money that is dedicated towards education isn't actually spent on educating children. Now, obviously, teachers' salaries are very important. I think there's definitely a case to be made for teachers getting paid even, well, not necessarily even more, but being well, being in a well-paid position to entice uh, skills, to encourage, uh, you know, well-performing university graduates to go into teaching so, to improve our education system. Um, but in this case, it seems that, you know, we've spoken uh, on, on burning questions about SAD2 and their influence in, in the system. Um, but, I mean, you know, if we look at, for example, like some PPE corruption that happened uh, last year in Gauteng, I think it was yeah. uh, close on 430 million rand that was spent on uh, what was sanitizing classrooms that was kind of yes. frowned upon. Um, but I mean, okay, so what's actually spent on children is very little and the mm -hmm. outcomes kind of reflect that. What what sort of yeah. bang for buck are we getting at the end of the day? What How are children actually coming out of the system? Okay, well, let's start with going back to the infrastructure, right? Mm. So that 4% that of the budget that you're using for infrastructure and equipment and so on, that means that, you know, very few schools have labs, very school, few schools have computer labs, very few have um, libraries. And the other one was, yeah, so we, we just look at those, computer mm. Com computer labs and science labs. Um, and then when you also track a child's um, journey through school, when you look at the, you know, the number of kids who are enrolled at grade one in a particular year, you follow them through till their matric year, you find that only half of them will actually make it through the system without, without having to repeat a grade. Mm. And out of that half that actually gets to grade 12, only a third of them will actually pass with a bachelor's degree which is the national senior certificate, you know, the level that you, you need in order to be able to qualify for a university degree. Mm. So that's where you start to see that, you know, the, the, the quality of our education, um, it, it, it's actually, it's such a poor quality and that, and that explains the, the poor outcomes.
for sure. And I mean, obviously, in and amongst that, you have a huge dropout rate by the time people get to grade nine, grade 10, they sort of become yep. uh, dis disenchanted with, with the whole system. And then they're falling out of the system before they even get to that. Uh, so, you know, you've got this 30% of people who make it to metric, um, but there's already so many people who are lost to the system um, yeah. and just can't enter the job market. Um, so, so we've got a very unfortunate situation where, you know, we've got these sort of poor, poor outcomes producing a very small uh, sort of cohort of, of learners who can then go out into the world and, and you know, make, make something of their lives, improve their families' um, sort of socioeconomic status. Um, and obviously, it's, you know, it's not the be-all and end-all. I think in South Africa, there's definitely an overemphasis on university education. Um, but, you know, just that, that level of comprehension is obviously desirable. Um, so what does this mean for people entering the job market, getting ahead in life? Where, where does that leave the, the majority of uh, our, our citizens? The majority of our citizens are actually left out. You know, they, mm. they are actually not given a fair chance to enter the labor market because the way our economic, um, the way the South African economy is structured, it favors the, the parts of our citizenry who are, you know, who've been able to have a, a university graduate degree. Um, mm. You know, we, it, it's it's a much more knowledge-based, uh, skilled sort of um, economic structure. And so that means a lot of people are being locked out of the opportunity to participate in the, in the labor market. Mm. And what we're seeing around the world is that more and more it's, it's not necessarily going to be your education, your qualification levels that are going to determine your um, mm. your quality of life and your ability to to progress, to improve your living standards in the future. It's actually going to be the skills, the level of sk mm. skills that you've been able to acquire. But that still requires you to be able to get into the into the job market because you know you need to have a job for them in order for them to train you and to acquire those mm. very important skills. So you know, we, we've really done a disservice for South Africa's youth. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I mean, if we, if we think about, um, you know, the, the levels of, of comprehension in, in like reading in, in youngsters um, and, you know, in the, in the explainer video, we, we speak about a very, a very simple aspect of, of infrastructure. Now we are only looking at infrastructure really in this instance and, and um, misallocation of spending or wasteful expenditure. Um, but something as simple as a toilet, you know, something like a healthy classroom a healthy living environment in order for people to actually learn put on top of that you know lacking no no books um you know you've got teachers unions who kind of hold hold the 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 teaching uh sort of body at ransom at will if they want i mean i remember in school uh quite a debilitating teacher strike um but then again you know there are aspects where you know if you have good principals um who run schools who work with teachers with their governing bodies there are means and ways around this, but there is the bare minimum that South Africa, on the whole, in the education system seems to be getting wrong. So, I mean, let's let's talk a bit about ways out of this. You know, in in, in the in the explainer video, we talk about a voucher. Um, what what are your thoughts on that? As not necessarily the the silver bullet, but it's a it's a good start. What what are your thoughts on on something like a voucher system for education? So, Alex, what I really find exciting about this, right, is that you're not necessarily, you know, you're not trying to com completely re um, recreate um, the, the whole system and so on. You're not trying to change the game. 
you are essentially giving, you're taking the power away from a government that's not, that's not, um, that's not incentivizing the education structure to perform better. Mm. They're not doing enough to incentivize. And you're saying, okay, we're going to transfer that power to parents and they can choose where they're going to send their kids, you know? So that means if, if, if parents have a voucher to choose the school that their kids go to, they'll choose the, the school that performs the best. And once you have, you know, let's say in one, in one uh, city, or just let's hypothetically say you've got three schools and every single child is running to one school the other two schools are going to have a serious problem. They're going to need to pull up their socks. <laughs> no, absolutely. And I think, I think for, for me, what, what I quite enjoy about this, this policy proposal is it also encourages uh, the, the development of schools in areas where, those school, where there aren't schools that, that perform well. Um, you know, if you think of all the hours lost in commuting to, uh, to maybe more suburban schools from, from maybe kids who live in, in more township areas, um, just hours of productivity that are lost um, that I think, you know, you can get back. Um, but I think, like, as you say, it's, it's giving parents, um, you know, the, the control over their own child's um, education. I think, I think that that's really exciting. Um, Simpe, is there, if there's one sort of takeaway that you'd want, you know, our viewers back home to, to take from this conversation, you know, we know education's in a crisis. We're going to come up to January next year. We're going to hear metric results. Mm. We're going to be, you know, they're going to be just sort of glossed over and made to seem so much better than they are. Um, Notwithstanding everyone who who's uh, doesn't make it to that far. Um, but what what sort of symbol of hope? What 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 do you, what do you think? Uh, sort of people can look forward to, or should be to should take some some comfort in going forward. I think we need to, I mean, our education system is, is in dire straits right now, but that doesn't mean that all is lost, right? We need to also mm. remember that we, we have come a long way since the pre-1994 days. Um, what we did achieve with the ANC coming into power was that a lot of kids, the, you know, a whole lot of kids who were locked out of the system got access to, to schooling. What we now need to, to, to strive for is quality schooling. You know, so like we let's not kick ourselves down when we're already down, but let's mm. actually also get our act together because this is it's a crisis and um, we can't afford as a country also to continue going on like this. So um, I think we need to we need to put our, place our faith in that. Like if we mm. if we band together um, and we play a part in the sense that as parents we come and say we actually demand this. Um, we want to play a more active role in our children's um, education and so on. I think we could make huge progress. I, I, I don't really have the stats for it, but I've seen a lot where, you know, parents are involved in their children's schooling. Um, they, you know, the children's outcomes are so much more um, pronounced. So that's where I see the hope. hundred <laughs> percent. Mm, couldn't agree more. Uh, Simpe, I think that is all we have time for today. Uh, thank you so much for, for being on the show and obviously lending us your your wonderful voice for our expanded <laughs> video this week. Um, sure. Simpe, where can people find your work? Uh, where can they get in touch with you? Uh, all that good stuff. 
So I am at the Center for Risk Analysis, as Alex said earlier. I help with the weekly risk alert, and I'm also uh, I feature on the YouTube channel quite a lot. So do go ahead and search our videos, and if you like them, subscribe and comment in the comment section. We love to engage with our clients. We we usually get a lot of interesting topics going, um, and then also if you're just looking for data to back up your arguments and um you know to 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 start forming your own solid um views of south africa look at our website the um cra's website which alex will put in the description below 100 <laughs> percent um and guys as we always say here at fan your freedom is worth fighting for thank you so much for joining us